foreign exchange shortages in Africa. From over 1,300 cities and 130 countries, Care Africa brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial News, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Jeff Gable, the head of FICC Research and chief economist for ABSA Group, returns to the podcast to talk foreign exchange shortages in Africa. And this is not only an African phenomenon. Countries that need financing are finding the cost of that financing, the availability of that financing more difficult. Now, whether we use the language for that, a shortage of dollars, or whether we use the language for that interest rates are higher, we're all pointing to the same thing. And as much as we expect global interest rates to fall this year, and that should be helpful, they're not going to fall by nearly as much this year as they rose last year. So it's going to be maybe a little bit less difficult environment, but still quite difficult environment. Which countries are going to find it uh, more difficult than others? Countries that have a larger need for financing are going to find that more difficult. Countries that have struggled to convince investors that on the exchange rate side, they're able to both put money into a country and on the day they need to be able to take money out of the country. Well, those countries are also going to find it harder to access dollars because investors are just going to be less willing to put them in in the first place. And a quick look at the markets. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. Gross foreign exchange reserves in South Africa fell to $61.1 billion in January of 2024, down from a record high of $62.5 billion in the previous month. Decreases were observed in foreign currency reserves in December, gold reserves, and SDRs. Meanwhile, the forward position representing the central bank's unsettled or swap transactions rose slightly to $0.5 billion from $0.508 billion. A quick trip around Africa, the Central Bank of Kenya raised its benchmark rate by 50 basis points to 13% at its meeting on February 6, 2024, following a massive 200 basis points hike in December. That brings borrowing costs to their highest since October 2012. Policymakers said the decision will ensure inflationary expectations remain anchored while setting inflation on a firm downward path towards the 5% midpoint of the target range, as well as addressing residual pressures on the exchange rate. Kenya's annual inflation rate climbed to 6.9% in January of 2024 from an over one and a half year low of 6.6% in December, moving towards the upper end of the central bank's preferred medium term range of 2.5% and 7.5%. Meanwhile, the economy is expected to remain strong in 2024, building on the estimated robust growth in 2023, supported by resilient services sector, improved agricultural performance, government initiatives to stimulate economic activity in priority sectors, and a positive global outlook. Kenya and Japan's mortal vehicle giant Toyota have entered into a vehicle manufacturing deal that will see the firm set up a base locally. This is part of renewed efforts by the government to cut used car imports and increase local production of new units. The two also signed an agreement for collaboration in renewable energy development as President William Ruto continues to woo foreign investors. The motor vehicle agreement will see Toyota Shuto Company commit an initial investment of 800 million Kenya shillings in the Thika-based Kenya Vehicle Manufacturers Limited plant. Ruto, who witnessed the signing on the sidelines of his official visit to Japan, said the deal will bolster Kenya's industrial sector, strengthen Kenya-Japan ties, and expand opportunities for Kenyans. The goal, he said, is to ensure locally manufactured vehicles are affordable and also to discourage the purchase of used cars. (music) 
Safaricom's M-Pesa Ethiopia operations recorded 44.9 million Kenya shillings in revenue for the nine months to December of 2023. This accounts for the four months it has been operational since it switched on in August. And as at September 2023, the venture had earned the telco 7.2 million Kenya shillings. Registered M-Pesa customers rose to 3.1 million from 1.2 million as at midpoint of 2023-2024 financial year, with transactions standing at 18.5 billion Kenya shillings. According to the National Bank of Ethiopia, the opportunity for M-Pesa in the over 119 million populous nation remains untapped given the low levels of financial inclusion. The lender says the percentage of adult population with an account at a financial institution stood at 45% in 2020. Ethiopia's national financial inclusion strategy of 2021-2025 aims to increase those enjoying any form of banking services from the current 45 to 70% of all adults by 2025, in part by scaling digital payments through mobile money services. The country also aims to increase the use of digital payments from 20% of all adults in 2020 to 45% by 2025. Based on this figure, Safaricom says the landscape presents an opportunity for M-Pesa to drive financial inclusion to levels seen in Kenya after over 20 years of operations in the country to over 84% in 2021 from 27% in 2006. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. If you have suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit the website. That's thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K-Financial. And you can find me at With Adon.